Hi everyone, welcome to the first of this uh, Word for the Week, uh, which we're really super excited that we can continue uh, to look at God, God's Word together and that it would encourage us and help us uh, in this uh, season while we are separated somewhat. And uh, we're going to kick off in the book of Exodus, chapter 1, and into uh, the beginning of chapter 2. And this is all, of course, about the birth of, of Moses. And uh, we're going to see more and more in this season uh, that there is a purpose in the pain. That's what uh, birth is all about. Uh, there is uh, pain, uh, but there is purpose and there is new life, and there is a a wonderful uh, sense of something new happening out of the pain that is temporary. The glories of the future are so superior to the su sufferings that we face temporarily. It's really interesting when Jesus talks about uh, the end times in Matthew chapter 24 and uh, we see him uh, describing some things that are going to happen, some wars, rumours of wars, uh, earthquakes and famines and various things and he describes them as the beginning of birth pains and so in this season uh, we're going to discover more and more as we walk through it and come through it at the end, uh, that there is purpose in the pain. We find in chapter 1 of Exodus and verse 12, uh, it says that the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. And so here we find a spread and we find a dread. And in this uh, time there are people who are really afraid of this virus that is uh, spreading across the world and uh, but uh, God is going to uh, turn this uh, on its head and he's going to uh, bring out of it great uh, purpose through this pain and and so it's the enemy who who dreads this spread because uh, what's going to happen is uh, incredibly the the, the gospel is going to continue to spread out, to multiply for God's purposes in the world to be, uh, to be seen. Uh, and all of this is going to come through this, this time uh, of oppression, this time of hiding, this time of covering. Uh, it, we are in the, the security of the, the womb uh, right now as God gives birth to something incredibly fresh and amazing in the future. And so the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. Uh, so it's no surprise in this story then if the culmination of this story is to be a birth and new life and deliverance. Uh, that everything to do with delivery, everything to do with bringing this new life into being is going to come under attack at this time and so we find in chapter uh, 1 and verse 15 that it was the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives 
midwives who are going to help the Hebrew women to give birth in this season. And uh, he, he talks about the, the delivery stool and the childbirth and the, the process that happens there. And he says, if you see that the baby is a boy, you are to kill him. But if it is a girl, you are to let her live. And it's so amazing that this whole um, system comes under attack from the enemy. Uh, that uh, the enemy tries to hijack it uh, and try and, and use it to bring about his own purpose in this situation. Uh, but uh, the midwives, it says, they feared God. Not a, a, a fear uh, that they, they were too scared to come to him, but they feared him in a great reverential way. And uh, they uh, trusted him. The fear of God is like a, tr a trust of God. They trusted God. In, in fact, they trust him so much that they, they put themselves into his hands and defy uh, what the king of Egypt wanted them to do. Uh, and so they were brought before him and they said, he said, why are you doing this? Why are you uh, not killing the boys as I've asked you? And uh, they begin to say how the, uh, the Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwives arrive. And because of this, because of their, the favour that was upon them, God was kind to the midwives and the people increased and became even more numerous than they were. And also because of the faithfulness of the midwives themselves and because they feared God uh, above the fear of man uh, that they were given families of their own by God. And so this is a time uh, of growth. This is a time of acceleration. This is a time of God's favour and God's increase of his purposes through the pain on the earth. And so Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, he gives this order now that was to come into effect. He gives it to all of the people and he says every Hebrew boy is that is born you must throw them into the Nile but let every girl live. Uh, a couple of points on this the first uh, is that Pharaoh thought he was attacking the the strength of the Israelites he thought he was uh, stopping the the stronger uh, of the the boys and the girls so he was the stronger ones the boys were were to live uh, to, to die and the girls the ones who were considered to be the weaker ones would live. Uh, but amazingly, all throughout the story, every person that God uses is a woman, is a girl. And that's really a great blessing here. And that although the enemy uh, seeks to take out uh, our strength, uh, it's in our weakness, God is strong. And then the second thing, about this is this idea of of throwing we're going to see in a moment in chapter two as we read the beginning of this second chapter uh, that God had a counteraction to this throwing of the boys the baby boys into the the river we're tempted at times like this uh, to throw things 
We're tempted at times like this to throw in the towel. We're tempted to give up. We're tempted to make rash decisions, to throw things in very quickly. And uh, God has a different way that we're to be in this season. And so chapter 2 opens and a, a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman. And she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And when she saw that he was a fine child or no ordinary child, um, Moses was the one who was born to be the deliverer of all of the people of Israel from slavery. And so she, she saw in him something amazing at this time. And she tried to hide him. She hid him for three months. And it, it's amazing, really, that uh, right here, right now, there could be a, a period of about three months where uh, we are in this place of hiding. And uh, I want you to know that uh, God has purpose in this time. He has purpose in this time. Uh, and whatever he's giving you right now, he's giving you grace and favour uh, to be able to uh, to have some stuff happen that is going to uh, propel us into the time of deliverance that is ahead of us. So the timing, the, the three months of hiding uh, were uh, incredibly precious. These were times where... Um, Mother and son could bond, and these were incredible times together. Uh, but then it says in verse 3, when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Uh, and this word for basket is the same word that is used when Noah builds the ark. And in, in this time, uh, God is providing salvation there is the the bringing of deliverance there is the birth of new life and potential uh, there is favor there is growth uh, there is a, a spreading out there is a scattering of seed and there is a, a covering of that which is God's and then it says she placed the child into it and then she put the basket among the reeds along the bank of the Nile this is really wonderful remember the declaration of the Pharaoh was to throw the baby boys into the river to kill them and this mother of this special baby, she creates an, an ark, a basket uh, to protect him. And she places him in it and then puts him by the river. And instead of us uh, throwing stuff right now, God is asking us uh, to place things. And to put things, to place things in his hands, to put our trust in him more than ever before. And then it says that one of the women in this story, the, the sister of the new baby, stood at a distance 
to see what would happen to him. And there is a, a, an element right now where we are watching and we are waiting. And we are going to see God do something incredible during this time. Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe. Her attendants were walking along the riverbank and she saw the basket among the reeds, sent her female slave to get it, opened it, saw the baby, was crying. She felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. And instead of doing what she should have done and thrown the baby into the Nile, um, the sister comes over seeing uh, this opportunity and she asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. As we wait, as we put our trust, as we place our lives in God's hands, as we watch and wait for him to act, that watching and waiting will not be without effect. As we stand at a distance right now, we'll have a moment, an opportunity to move forward and move closer to that which what God is doing. So she says, yes, go. The girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby, nurse him for me, and I will pay you. <laughs> the woman didn't need paying this was her son this was her baby this was no ordinary child this was an incredible moment this was God's favor and his grace uh, returning this was God paying the woman for her faith and we are going to be repaid for the faith that we have in these days in these weeks in these months in this season so the woman took the baby she nursed him when we give to God at a time where we are sacrificially giving then he pays back in wonderful amazing ways this woman never thought she would have the opportunity to nurse him but she did and the child grew older she witnessed all of this growth and she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses and said, it's because I drew him out of the water. It's because I drew him out of the water. And the woman was able, the Pharaoh, Pharaoh's daughter was able to draw him out of the water because he was placed there in the first place. That's why he's called Moses. And as we place, not throw, as we place and put our trust in God, as we are hidden and covered as we look forward to great blessings in the future. 
we're going to be drawing things out of a time where God is asking us to put something in. So, so excited. So excited about how God uses this time. How God brings about his purpose in this pain. I'm excited for you and for me. I'm excited for his church. I'm excited for the future and his amazing things. And so shall we pray. Heavenly Father, we put our trust We place our hands in your hands. We use this time, Lord, to rest in you. We use this time to place everything we have into your care. And we look forward to the point in the future which says we get to draw something out in your precious and wonderful name we pray this prayer amen join us next time 